great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what happened, I've been doing in the city. I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, but really, there's nothing good about it when you think about what is about to happen. The day is finally upon us, and I can't believe that it has come down to this. It is really sad for the entire country. What is about to happen? In just a few hours, just a few hours from now, President Trump will surrender the former president of the United States for the first time in American history will surrender for his arraignment. He's set to arrive at the criminal courthouse at 100 Center Street. Oh, it's all one big circus now. All the critics are are, are happy. But remember the precedent that's being set. Because this coin is going to flip to the other side. Where a Democratic icon may soon be facing a similar situation whether it be the the Clintons or 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 Obama or or any democratic icon this coin may flip it used to be respectful in american politics you don't go after the president you don't go after other uh, president's family that's all changed now the president set to arrive a few hours Prior to his arraignment on an indictment handed up last week by the grand jury that's been investigating hush money payments made uh, in the lead up to the 2016 election. Again, remember the precedent that's being set today. And we are going to open up the phone lines 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. The former president expected to face several counts of falsifying business records, including at least one felony, which technically could land him behind bars for up to four years if he's convicted. Folks, did you hear what I just said? Several counts of falsifying business records. And the prosecutor will say, oh, but wait, 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 there's the cover-up of of falsifying the business records. And for that, you are taking on the institution of the presidency of the United States of America. Following his surrender... Expected to be around 1.30 p.m. He'll be fingerprinted. And that's, and remember what I said, folks, that's going to open up another can of worms. Because the prosecutors are going to finally say, we got him. Let's run a background check. Now that we have his fingerprints, let's see what else he may have been involved with as a youngster. Remember I told you this, folks, on this program. Still unclear, though it is likely that the president will have his mugshot taken ahead of his initial court appearance. Of course, the district attorney himself is set to hold a news conference. People are dying in Manhattan, and the district attorney is nowhere to be found. But on this one, he'll be front and center holding a news conference at around 3.30 p.m. after Mr. Trump is arraigned. Trump, as you know, folks, and we're about to start with your telephone calls, is going after Bragg. I have to admit that the first person that brought this to me was Larry, one of you folks. I learn a lot from you, the listeners. Larry from Brooklyn. 
was the first one to bring this up to me about about a, about a week and a half ago, the racial element. And I basically dismissed Larry, and I was not really having any of it. Well, now it's somewhat of a different story because Mr. Trump himself is referring to Mr. Bragg as the racist district attorney to push this witch hunt forward. I still, I still, to be honest with you, I don't see the the racial component per se. But Larry from Brooklyn, one of you folks, uh, Larry saw it a week and a half ago, and now Mr. Trump is uh, calling this out. So the good news, the good news, and as I said, folks, you are you have made him a political martyr. That is Mr. Trump. In only three days since news of the indictment, Trump's campaign has raised a record $7 million, according to his spokesperson, Jason Miller. That's what Jason Miller wrote on Twitter. And since the news of this broke, I told you it was going to blow up in your face and backfire. Trump has been soaring. In the polls, in the in the Republican presidential opinion polls, since he announced he expected to be indicted soon, Trump now leads Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, of course, his main potential rival, by nearly a two-to-one margin in some polls after being close to even just a few short months ago, Mayor Eric Adams, and we are about to start with your telephone calls in just a second. Mayor Adams uh, warning protesters, in particular a sitting congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, to behave. Greene firing back describing Adams as delusional and accusing him of trying to intimidate her after he warned the lawmaker to, quote, be on your best behavior. She says delusional Eric Adams is trying to intimidate, threaten, and stop me from using my First Amendment rights to peacefully protest the Democrats' unconditional weaponization of our justice system against our top Republican presidential candidate. She says, would all of us say that the mayor should be more concerned about New York citizens and taxpayers being murdered, raped, robbed, carjacked, than an elected member of Congress coming to town? And um, as you've been hearing on WABC all night long, the judge presiding over the case will allow still photographers in up to five pool photographers prior to the uh, uh, arraignment. They can shoot what's going on, um, but there will be no television cameras inside recording what is going on. That will be up to the uh, journalists and it will also be up to the sketch artists to, uh, to sketch Mr. Trump and his reaction. Let's start with uh, your telephone calls. Let's begin with Christine in Manhattan. Good morning, Christine. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic, and thank you very much for your wisdom. I'm horrified. I have never seen anything like this. They have divided America along every which way they can, uh, gender, racial, age, everything. Uh, and we're living under in a state of tyranny with threats hanging over our heads. They've made it impossible for conservatives to say anything because then you're labeled, then you get blacklisted. And this is terrifying. And uh, I feel very bad for Donald Trump. I think he's done an excellent job as president. Uh, we were prospering. We had a closed border. Everybody was was making more money and doing better. And all of this now is in shreds. We're on the verge of World War III. We've got China converging with Russia and uh, Iran. 
uh, the Saudis are going and building uh, uh, refineries in China. And I am very scared about what's in this for the American people. I think, Christine, we, we all share the sentiment you just expressed. We're all concerned. We're all worried about the possibility of war. We're all worried about the economy. We are all worried about inflation, crime, the border. And I should mention the border five or six times for emphasis, uh, but I'll just stick to one right now. It's a tough time for America, and this is what we're focusing on. It just defies logic. Thank you for the call, Christine, and for the uh, compliment. Let's go to Kathy in New Jersey. Good morning, Kathy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, there are two things. The first one is, um, I think it's just, you know, nothing new. I think it's grand malpractice, political malpractice, what they're doing at the border, obviously. The other thing I want to say is, do you know, Dominic, with your expertise as a reporter, if they're reading the uh, indictments tomorrow, will we know what they are, sir? You will know. My my experience, I've, I've covered state courts, but mostly federal courts. You will know tomorrow, within a matter of about 12 hours, you'll know every single count uh, that the uh, that the former president is facing charges on. We know, Kathy, that at least one of them is a felony. Um, and, we really don't know, right, Dominic? I mean, there's no, no, 34. no, no. We we do please. know. No, I I wouldn't oh. buy into 34. I I, I you know, I'm very cautious. So okay. I would. It's been reported by CNN and others 34 charges, but but I I'll, I'll take a wait and see approach. Um, I I prefer to wait and see the actual document. One is yeah. too many. One is too many. This is ridiculous, and and it's a waste of taxpayer money. And um, it, it's just very sad, Kathy. It really is. Kathy, are you still with me? No? Okay. Well, Kathy, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Phyllis in Queens. Good morning, Phyllis. What's on your mind? Good morning, dear Dominic. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Um, well, of course, I'm concerned about Trump. First of all, I'm concerned for his physical safety. I mean, just the fact of going in and out of a building from a car, those, those transfers. Anybody could try to come and get him at that point. I'm not, I'm not, worried, about, I'm not worried about you know? his safety. I think that's okay. the least concern. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But I'm very concerned about one thing. I keep hearing how it's a felony if you're considered having done a res- insurrection. And I think that's what they're going for. They have all these other stupid counts that they're going to try to manipulate. Wait, there. wait, that, that has nothing to do with this. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. No, no, not, not at cons- all. I was concerned that that might be a way of them stopping him from running or continuing his campaign. And I, I, ha- I don't want to see him being taken to jail the night before the election or something like that. So I just think that he should be cautious and make sure, even though I know his bravado is out there, don't just he should tone it down a bit and, and don't say anything bad about the judge and don't keep making people feel that there's an excuse to say that there is an insurrection that you said that we should protest right, but, 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 it, but insurrection this, you know? has nothing to do with this phyllis that that's separate okay. it, it, this, but thank okay. you for the call this okay. is solely this is solely on on the uh allegation of uh reportedly falsifying uh business records and you know it's interesting because um very interesting because what one of the talking points has been hey listen your your lead witness is a convicted liar right michael cohen and um you know the alleged trump fixer and now and now it has moved from oh we're not just we're not just basing our case on michael cohen we have physical evidence and we have other evidence so uh we we have we we will see we will see exactly uh, what is the evidence. We will find out. And and keep in mind, folks, remember what I said. There's no guarantee that this will see the light of day. Team Trump is going to uh, move for immediate, maybe not, maybe not tomorrow because tomorrow is the arraignment. Team Trump will move for immediate dismissal. The judge will deny it. They will appeal before an appellate court. And so who knows? Who knows this, 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 what, to use the term, this is a wobbly case, you know, where, where it's not firm. 
That would be the understatement of the year. Let's go to Ilona in Westchester. Good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, you know, uh, Bragg and Eric Adams, uh, they're embarrassing us in America. You know that? Because everybody sees the amount of violence in New York, and people are dying left and right who would have lived years, children, adults. And then they have the nerve to tell Marjorie Taylor Greene to behave. I mean, they are a clown's laughing stock of America. They think they're cool, and they think what they're doing is is righteous, right? And then you see all these other people that have done illegal things, you know, um, and they don't do anything with the, the side of the Democrats. And And you know what? They're pushing Donald Trump to be the president, and they don't even know that. Because they're just just fools, you know. Well, I mean, you, you're I, certainly you're certainly right about that. That they are they are propelling him right back into the presidency. Look at the money he got. Yes, agreed. Right, agreed. I I, I tell you, you know, we, you know, we really have to, you know, stand strong and and get him in office, and then see how Bragg and Eric Adams likes. It. I mean, Eric Adams. And and Bragg, do they not see the people dying? They don't have any feelings for these people, death, and the survivors in New York. It is disgusting that they think they're so big shots, right? People are suffering from the deaths that should have never happened. People are moving, what is it, 500,000 out of New York, right? Yes, and when you consider the tax and the crime and... You know, one one could make a strong case. I never thought I would say this, uh, but one could make a strong case that when you say what's what's the point in being here anymore, you know, in terms of the taxes, in terms of the crime, in terms of the regulations, in terms of all the laws on the book, books and 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 thank you for the call. And we have a district attorney that if if you are accused of murder or attempted murder, you know, he puts on his social worker hat and and they'll plea bargain it down. And, you know, you 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 know, it will we'll just work it out. But when it comes to the former president of the United States of America, you're going to take at best at best a misdemeanor and try and push it up to a felony. It, it is it is uh, it, it, it's it's really a a sad day for the country. That That's all I can tell you, because I'm I'm really sad about it because it's not right. And you can take the party label away. You don't do this to an American president. You know, you got folks high-fiving each other right now. Yeah, we finally got him for his tweets and 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 the media. I guarantee you, you want to know why they O.J. Simpson, uh, President Trump today at the airport? This is what you call payback from the media. The media is saying, oh, we're stupid, huh? You, you called us stupid every day you were a president. Well, we're the president. Well, we're going to show you how stupid we are. We're going to broadcast live, just like on the cable channels, just like we did for O.J. Simpson. We're going to cover your every move from the moment your airplane is in the air to the moment it touches down on the tarmac to the moment you're in the car. Why do we need to see the uh, motorcade traveling from LaGuardia to to uh, Trump Tower. Why 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 do we need to see that? It's 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 the craziest thing in the world. This you think this is not intentional? Of course it's intentional. They're giving him the O.J. Simpson treatment. They're trying to break him down mentally, but it's going to backfire. Tony in Florida. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan, Nick. Um, I had a comment and a couple of questions. I was hoping okay, but it's got, it's got to be quick. Go ahead. I'm looking fast. The first one is I think that Bragg isn't human. I think he's a soulless creature that is uh, sucking money from George Soros, and he cares nothing other than uh, I, I hear you. Soros says that he does not know Mr. Bragg, and that uh, that that's all I can tell you. But go ahead, Okay. Tony. So, and the first question I have is, how is it that a state attorney can prosecute a federal crime? And the second one is... Well, wait, wait, let, let, me, let me answer that one. 
It's not okay. really a federal crime. It, it's it's it was a national campaign. But once once the business records are falsified and and un, based on what Bragg's prosecutors are saying, with the intent of covering up a crime under New York law, that's a felony. OK, the second one I have is. The way I understand it, they're charging him with two misdemeanors that will turn into a felony. How can they charge? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 Tony. You said two misdemeanors. I, I, I don't know how the misdemeanor would turn into a felony. I don't, I'm not following. Well, I, I understood it that the crimes are both misdemeanors. Well, no, and- no. It, it's, it's, it, it's being reported that it's more than thirty counts. So that would be, uh, and I'm, I'm. I, this is hypothetical. That would okay. be, that would be at least twenty nine misdemeanors, and one felony. Okay. Well. And it, it, may be, earlier, it may be more than one felony, but it's certainly okay. not two. It's 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 being reported that it's more than thirty counts. Okay, before you know, he was found guilty or whatever you call it in that. They were saying that He's not, he hasn't been found guilty in anything, Tony. But go ahead. Well, okay. How can okay? From what I understand, the statute of limitations expired. But but, but but what New York prosecutors are stating is that once you leave the state, the clock stops. And he left the state okay. because he was the president of the United States. That but, okay. but but for the reasons that you're citing, Tony, and I can only let you do one more because we have a lot of calls. No, but for, but, for, the, but for the reason question. okay, for the reasons that you're citing that you've just mentioned, your questions. That's why I, I state that I don't know if this case will ever see the light of day. It's easy. Okay. Thank you, Tony. It's easy to get the indictment. That part is easy. It's easy to hold the news conference tomorrow. But now we're going to find out what you got. Because Trump's going to walk in there with his very good attorneys, and they are going to be ready to fight. And, Mr. Bragg, we'll see what you got. Because a judge may dismiss this. And if the judge dismisses this, you might as well resign on the spot because your public career will be over. It's close to being over now. Sure, the high fives are going, we got him, we got Trump. Yeah, he did those tweets. We'll show him calling that lady horse face. We got him. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what you have. Jennifer in Boston, good morning. Hi, Dominic. Um, first of all, I just want to say I appreciate you always being there. You and Reader are the best. Thank you. Um, thank you. I know a lot of us are very grateful for both your voices. Um, so thank you. Um, I'm going to just run a couple of bullet points. It's got to be quick. It's got to yep. be quick, Jennifer. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to just say look at our standing in the world tonight. Um, people, pray for Donald Trump. Um, anybody that doesn't have Trump derangement syndrome, hold that man and his family, his wife and his children up in prayer. They sacrificed a lot for our country, including his salary, I might add, unlike the Bidens who have done nothing but enrich themselves off this country. Um, And the same thing with the Obamas and the Clintons. But that said, um, if I could, Dominic, just look at what's going on geopolitically. Look at our standing. We have over 900 percent increase in Chinese nationals coming across our border, 900 percent increase in Chinese nationals. Why? We're looking at uh, China and Brazil have just agreed to not trade in the U.S. dollar. Okay, we're looking at Kenya, I believe it was, is no more dealing in the dollar. And they've told their people to get rid of anything they have in American dollars. Look at what's going on in Iran. Not to, me- I mean, we could go all around no, no, the world. Yeah, I, I got it, Jennifer, but it's got. No, but I need saying, you to. I need you to make the point quick because I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I got to take a break. Go ahead. Ukraine and Russia, are we not? Are we not really in a, a, a proxy war? Of course we are. And what more is it going to take before it gets even further? So, for the love of God, look at where we were when Trump was in office, and now look at where we are. And people are going after him, and yet Hillary Clinton. Uh, Dan literally destroyed 30,000 subpoenaed emails, literally destroyed them with hammers and, and bleach bit and everything else. And she walks free, but we're going after this for an NDA and non-disclosure agreement. And, and, and when that's, really it's just, 
It's yep. Stormy Daniels that broke broke the law by by going against the NDA that she signed for. So this goes to show how far this country has has circled the drain. Well, and I, I, I hear you, but the, the only thing I disagree with Jennifer, and I thank you for the call. Stormy Daniels is not the one that broke the law. The the I, I'm going solely based on what the prosecutors are staying, uh, stating. The falsifying of business records, in other words, the cover-up. That's what has us, if you are to believe the prosecutors, in this situation. And, you know, it's, it, and when you think about it, you, you look at the three parties in, allegedly involved. You have the former president of the United States and his character, a good character, that led America. Then you have the ex-con, the alleged fixer, Michael Cohen. And then you have the third uh, character in this. You have a porn star. Now, let's look at all three, folks. The ex-leader of the free world that has excellent integrity, the ex-con, and the porn star. Now, think about that for a second. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn and all of you folks from uh, Brooklyn, the Pearl River, to the Lower East Side, the Bronx, Hell's Kitchen, New Jersey, Manhattan, and Edison, New Jersey. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. What a disgrace. We're only hours away now from the former president of the United States being arraigned on a weak case at best that will not result in a conviction. It may not even see the light of day for a trial in a courtroom. I'm going to go back to the telephone calls in just one second. Uh, Yesterday's show, yesterday's show, uh, Tom from Manhattan called me a racist because I was discussing um, a 20, I think he's 24, 24-year-old young man who's running around uh, posting videos on TikTok attempting to grab the firearm of police officers. So some will say, why am I even focusing on this? Just let it go. Well, Tom said that I was lying, that I was making this up. So what I have in my hand, folks, I know you can't see it, but what I have in my hand is an intelligence alert from the NYPD. And it is not supposed to be distributed to non-law enforcement personnel. But Tom said I was lying. And here's a paragraph of what they're circulating all around the city as it relates to this person. Quote, the above depicted individual is an aspiring comedian drill rapper that is agonizing UMOS by attempting to touch their firearms. Tom, did you hear that? By attempting to touch their firearms, threatening UMOS. I don't even know what UMOS is and provoking UMOS into physical altercations. The subject has 12 prior arrests and has a history of assault on law enforcement, and he's a self-proclaimed black disciple gang member. All MOS should utilize proper tactics and caution when interacting with the above subject. Now, I'm sorry, Tom, that the subject happens to be black and you don't want me to talk about it because he's black. But get over it, Tom, because it is what it is. And he's walking around with his hoodie and his hat uh, uh, off to the side. You know how the homeboys do, Tom. And this is real. This is from the NYPD. So why don't you choke on that, friend? Let's go back to uh, to the telephone calls. Jacqueline in Brooklyn on Trump. Good morning, Jacqueline. 
Good morning, Dominic. I thank you for the commercial and for uh, talking as you did just now because you gave me an opportunity to try to condense down what I wanted to say to a couple of points. So if you'll give me the it, opportunity. It just has to be quick, Jacqueline. Yep. Go ahead. I, I think it's quite interesting that you use the term political martyr. Um, I want to say that in no way am I comparing uh, President Trump to Jesus Christ. However, there are some similarities. Uh, there was the temptation of Jesus in the desert by the enemy, as I like to call him, the devil. I don't like to use that word. And in the Book of Wisdom, I'll just give you a couple of It's got to be quick, points. Jacqueline. Go it, ahead. It will be. It's it got to be. be. you got like 15 seconds left. Go ahead. The wicked discussed how, among themselves how the just were obnoxious and burdensome to them because they reproached them for their transgressions of the law. It's a hardship to even see him. Let us put him to the test that we may try his patience. Their wickedness has blinded them. They seek the destruction of the just. They feel judged, threatened, and their presence of the just stings their conscience. So virtue basically does not need to be taken or viewed by the others, the wicked, as a threat. It should inspire others to grow in virtue. Um, and another comparison. No, 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 Jacqueline, I, I don't have time. I'm sorry. Is there any short other comment you want to make? Last, I, I just don't have last, time this morning. Last, last sentence. Jesus, like Donald Trump, was hated because he spoke the truth. And President Donald Trump was the one who stated, if they hate you, remember, they hated me first. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay away myself, Jacqueline. Thank you for the call. I'm going to stay away from the religious reference um, because um, I'm a journalist and I cover things uh, straight up and down. But but I hear you, Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hi, Dominic. First, I, I just want to say that any discussion about this, what's going to happen tomorrow is pure speculation, conjecture, guessing. And I'll tell no, you no, why. No, no, it's not. It's not speculation, and it's not tomorrow. It's today. But go ahead. Hey, excuse me. Um, okay. Okay, right. So what's going to happen later on today, no one knows. You know why? Because whether you like him or not, Alvin Bragg ran a textbook investigation with zero leaks. Zero I, wait, wait, leaks. wait, wait, Steve, okay. are you serious? There's, there's been leaks all over the place. Are you serious? Really? Then how come no one knows? First of all, we uh, when you say no one knows, we all know the process. What are you? I don't know what you're referencing when you say we don't oh, know what's going to happen. All the charges. That, that, normally, that's the way it happens, Steve. You don't get the right. charges in advance. You get the charges when the indictment is unsealed. Well, I know that. And the okay, so then, that so, then, so what is your point, Steve? My, my point is that Alvin Bragg kept all of the leaking to a minimum, and I'll tell you something. When you say that Donald Trump is a, a, someone of high integrity, yes, wow, wow. Yeah, see, Steve, I see, Steve, see, Steve, well, I my disagree. friend, my friend, my friend, Steve. Okay. Let, let me make this. Let me condense okay. what you what you really want this wanted to say. What you really want to say was call no. up here and say I hate Trump. That's what you really. That's what you really. Don't you dare put words in my but, mouth. But basically, now. but you just no. said first of all, you're giving me information that's not correct. You said that oh, Bragg, you said that Bragg ran a grand jury where there were no leaks. That's simply not true. Really? Then, then you modified you your comment. No one knows what he's being charged with. But, uh, for until now, until for now, Steve, 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 for the third time now. Mm. You mm. don't know the charges in advance until the indictment is unsealed. Right. That's exactly okay, Steve, my point Steve, exactly. Steve, we're too, we're, uh, Steve, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because what you're really saying is that you hate Trump. No, but, no, that's okay, what you're so, okay, saying that I'm Okay, saying. so Steve, so what Don't are you telling you, me? And it's got to be quick, friend. Please, I have a lot of calls. What are you telling that, me? That, 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 to say that that guy... Oh, okay. Zero integrity. Have a nice night, Dominic, but okay. don't ever put words in my right, mouth. Right, now. but you hate Trump. So just no, be honest. No, those are your words, no, 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 no. Bro, First of all, wait, wait, bro, bro, I, I'm, I'm not your bro, number no, one. You're not. Right, no, so, I'm so, no. so then why did you say bro? I'm not your bro, but Steve, thank you. You need to get some sleep, Steve, and get your facts right. 
when you call up this show. Maybe call another show where you can just uh, engage in conjecture and all that stuff. But I'm not the show for that because I know the facts as you're speaking. I'm not the show for that. And you definitely should have started the conversation by saying, I'm hating on Trump. That's what you should have said. And that would have saved us a whole minute and a half. Just say up front, Dominic, I'm hating on Trump. I'm praising Alvin Bragg. I want Bragg to win. That's all you had to say. And I would have said, okay, thank you for the call. David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I don't even know how to follow that call. Um, I'll just say this. You had mentioned about the um, OJ-style coverage of of the Trump caravan today. Now, let's be clear. It's being widely reported that Trump was given the option of doing his arraignment over Zoom where he didn't even have to leave Florida. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. But, David, David, you you said it's being reported. It's being reported where? That that item? It's been widely reported in the, in the media. I don't okay, have Okay, wait, 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 wait. David, 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 right. wait, come. If you're Alvin yeah. Bragg, do you really think Alvin Bragg would let him do his arraignment over Zoom? Do you really think that? I think, actually, after the reaction to all of this, no. I think they gave him the option. Listen, they've been negotiating this since the, this was announced. But listen, I, but I, you I, and have, I, I haven't, I, I haven't heard it reported. Not one outlet okay. that well, Zoom I, was I'll, an you option. I'll send it. You know what? No, 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 no. But but, okay. you, but what you're going to send me is some reporter using double talk. We all, all journalists know how to do it. When you don't have the facts, you engage in double talk, David. When you want to state something, but Zoom was never going to be a factor. But go ahead. Okay. All right. You and I both know that Donald Trump will milk this for all it's worth. He's using it for fundraising already. Let's not pretend. I mean, honestly, like that caller that said that he was like Jesus Christ, this man is not like Jesus Christ, okay? I'm not religious, but I went to Catholic school, and it's insulting to anyone that knows anything about Jesus because Easter is this Sunday. I would not have made the Jesus reference. You didn't hear that come out of my mouth. But, no, you know, everybody's, that, everybody's listen, entitled listen, to their I, opinion. Listen, you and I don't agree on a lot of things, especially Donald Trump. But I respect you because – and I said and I respect you, you. I think, an email because you – I consider you an honest broker. I believe you believe everything you say, whether I, I agree with you or not. I do. And I hope that – and I hope you extend that courtesy to me because I never say anything on here that I don't believe. Now, I'll double-check about these reports about the Zoom. But to the best of my knowledge, I've heard it multiple times. That, that was never an option. Know, it was never an option. You and I both know that Donald Trump is a publicity seeker. But wait, but wait, David, David and, and, and I've, I've, got, I've got to move on. But let me, let me just say this. Thank you for the call, David. I, I want you to think about this, folks. So you run for president. You don't take a salary. You have the country headed in the right direction. And what's the thanks you get? Criminally indicted for the first time in history. In essence, what his critics are saying, we couldn't beat you at the ballot box, and we're worried about you this time around at the ballot ballot box, but we're going to make sure that history judges you with a, a, a mark next to your name. We're going to make sure that when the history books look at you, Mr. Trump, it will say you were impeached in the House twice and criminally indicted. But again, I want to remember this word. I want you folks to remember this word, precedent. Precedent, because you're high-fiving each other now, but when it happens to your top Democrat, I'm going to tell you to eat it. Because you thought it was so funny when it was Trump, but now that it, 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 for argument's sake, if it's Biden when he leaves office, no, 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 don't complain. Precedent. You set the rules of the game, and now this is what we have to deal with. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, Frank Marano standing by, the other side of midnight. When we come back, more of your calls. Edison, New Jersey, Manhattan, Hell's Kitchen, Suffolk, the Lower East Side, New Jersey, and the Bronx. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. 
Isn't this just wonderful? You know I'm against legalized marijuana in the state and country, and now the New York Cannabis Control Board has approved 99 more applications to open up shop. Look at that. Wow. Boosting the number of allowed licensed dispensaries from 66 to 165 in the state. But still, there are only seven licensed marijuana stores actually up and running, and that's at least partially because of ongoing legal battles. At the same time, at the same time, an estimated 1,500 illegal shops are flourishing in the Big Apple alone by illegally selling uh, marijuana while not paying taxes. And uh, as part of the ongoing state budget talks, Governor Kathy Hochul and Albany lawmakers are eyeing a crackdown on the so-called black market weed sellers by dramatically increasing fines and making it easy to shut down those that abuse the process. And so I do want to uh, thank uh, Michael Pagan, who's in Florida. I said I didn't know what UMOS is. Uh, Tom uh, accused me last night of lying about the young man, the African-American young man that's uh, attempting to grab police officers' guns. And Tom said, well, if you're telling the truth, how come he hasn't been arrested? Well, I now know what UMOS means, thanks to Michael, uniformed members of the service. And so as we speak, Tom, you said that I'm lying. The NYPD is aggressively looking for this young man to arrest him. Tom, since you think that I was lying and you called me a racist, a racist, oh, my God. Now I know what some of my colleagues feel like. Let's go to to our friend Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. Um, so to everyone out there, all the listeners that are, you know, 60, 70, 80, my pops is pushing 80. Um, I, I want you guys to know, don't think we don't feel your pain. I'm around my pops all the time, and um, he's depressed. Um, you know, everything he worked for, for his kids and his grandkids, um, he's seen it crumble right before his eyes. So to all those listeners, to a lot of the listeners that, that don't call up and are just listening to, in that age bracket, um, just know that it, this isn't over. You know, um, we, we we got God, and God is not going to let them win. He's not going to let the left win. Um, but, and but, but, but Hudson, but they've already won to a degree. They will never get the conviction. This is not about a conviction. It's about smearing Trump, and that's exactly what they have done going into yeah, 2024. Down. Yeah, but Dom, it ain't that though. My father, I mean, I've never seen him this depressed, and I know there's other people out like that. They they can't go into their later years knowing that they might have won this round. They can't win. They're destroying this whole country. It's happened in the past two years since Biden got in, and they did on such a roll that the people listening that don't call up, they have to know this is not how it's going to end. It's not going to end where they win every single round. No, no, you're correct about that. You're correct about that. And I I do have to move on, Hudson. Thank you for the call. You're correct about that. But the history books will record forever that Trump was the first criminally indicted president of the United States. And and that's, that's horrible. No president deserves that. Chris in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, how are you? Just two things real quick, please. Uh, the guy who called with the leaks before, uh, how did everybody know that there were 34 counts against Trump last week, the day after the, the arraignment like, came like, out? Like I said, Chris, he might as well should have started the call and saved us a lot of time by saying, I'm hating on Trump. That's all right. he had to say, and we would have saved a whole lot of time. Uh, people will call up, and they try and disguise. They think, I am trained at getting the, the best out of people and finding out their real intent. I learned this up in graduate school at Syracuse University, and he thinks he's going to call up here and, you know, praise brag and bob and weave, and he just should have said, I hate Trump. That would have solved it all. Anyway, Chris, go ahead. Uh, Also, this is all about the 2024 election, and I have a question for you. If Biden had 81 million votes, the most in history, why are they so afraid of Trump, him and Biden and the DNC? Well, 
Chris, I, I'm not going back to the last election. As I said just 24 hours ago, that train has left the station. They're afraid of Trump because uh, look at his fundraising numbers since this has happened. A number right. of things that have come up as it relates to Trump would have destroyed completely a traditionally defined politician. But yet, but yet, uh, all it does is is build his momentum even more. Chris, thank you uh, for the uh, call. Let's go to Alex in California. Good morning, Alex. What's on your mind? Hi, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say it's quite all right to sympathize with Trump's predicament, but don't allow uh, emotion to cloud your judgment on the best candidate for the Republican primary. Be objective. That's all I wanted to say. Okay, so when you say the best candidate, uh, do you do you do you know who the best candidate is yet? Uh, I'm I'm still making up my mind. Okay, so uh, I'm not sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look and wait until uh, all the people who planning to run or make their announcements, and then I'm gonna do a comparison against all of them. But I'm just concerned that sometimes people be, become sympathetic to a particular candidate. And they use that sympathy to say, I'm going to vote for him because I simply sympathize, even though he may not necessarily be the best candidate. Well, before before all of this started, and, and in my opinion, and thank you for the call, Alex, in my opinion, Trump is the best candidate. And, and I said that before all of this started, and now I will double down on that and triple down on that, as the American people are doing uh, as it relates to uh, to polling. Where Trump is now, at least in in at least in in this current time, running away with this thing. Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind, Robert? Hi. Hi. Uh, yes, sir. It's good to talk to you. Um, I hope that the Democrats are enjoying themselves. I'm not even getting bothered anymore by it. Okay, Trump's taken bullets before. He'll take these, and he will be the next president. And I hope they enjoy it. But just remember the Pandora's box, okay? Yes. When you start seeing Democrats getting perp walked, when you start seeing the Biden family get, getting called in for serious investigations, I don't want to hear a word from you people about it. Even if there's an infringement on civil rights after they raided Trump's lawyers. All bets are off. All bets are off, and you're going to reap what you sow. No, no, but I, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do you one better, Robert. I mean, when when you when you go through through a, a, a man, his wife's personal belongings, and in this case, the former first lady of the United States, and you're going through her private belongings like you have absolutely no respect at all. I mean, it, it's a game changer. It's an absolute yeah. game changer. And so now a, a, a man that's from New York, Robert, who moved to Florida, who became president of the United States, and I haven't looked at uh, at his uh, at his feed uh, to see what he's uh, said as of late, but um, th- th- this is just despicable, Robert. You have the final word before I move on. Yeah, the the prior caller that mentioned let's not let sympathy sway us. It's not sympathy, okay? It's watching a man take bullets that are meant for us for four years now. It's anger, buddy, okay? It's anger. And I'm going to pull that lever for Trump with a vengeance. And I really hope DeSantis stands down until 28, okay? This is Trump's. They made it Trump's. And I really hope that he comes back on them with a reasoned vengeance and puts fix to this country. And I'll leave it there. You're a brave guy, and I respect you, Dom. Thank you, Robert. Night, Appreciate you. Thank you. And, you know, folks, what, what the establishment has not considered, think about this for a second. Trump wins the election in 2024. Now what? You think he's going to forget what you did to him, or do you think it's going to be payback time? What would you do in his shoes? I know what I would do. You put a smile on, and you just give a wink to your chief of staff. And one by one, they start dropping like flies. And the same folks that are high-fiving and breakdancing in the street uh, this morning because Trump is uh, going to be arraigned in just a matter of a few hours, we'll see what happens when it happens, when it when it goes down with, with the candidate that you greatly care about. Jerry, Edison, New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. 
Hi, Dominic. Uh, we've spoken about this before, uh, about a month ago, and I think that they're going for the kill shot. The Democrats, a one-party system. I think they're going to try to control everything, and they're never going to be on that receiving end, is their belief. And they're going for it all out they, now. Hey, Jerry, for lack of a better term, because I don't like to use the term kill oh, yeah. shot. when I we refer. No, no, I know I what you mean. But, but in referring to a president, whether it's Biden, Trump, Obama, Clinton, Carter, I, I don't like to use the word kill shot, but oh, but, mean, but, just, but just right. I got you. But just for argument's sake here, if that's the goal, it's not going to work. Y- you may have pushed him into the presidency, whether you want it to or not. It, it, you know, it, the ways that they think, Jerry, and thank you for the call, the ways that they think they're going to destroy Trump, they should sit back and really think about it and do just the opposite. Because what you do to try and destroy him is not going to work and has not worked. Dominic Carter here with you up until the top of the hour. Frank Morano's coming up soon at 1 a.m. Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dominic. I'm, well, not such a good morning. I'm very concerned about all these out-of-towners flying into New York City like they did in 2020, and starting trouble. They may try and breach the building. They're not afraid of the police, as we saw in 2020. I, 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 don't, I don't know about that, Robert. Uh, let, 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 me, let, me, let me just state how this works. This is New York City. This is not uh, the capital. Uh, I assure you, Robert, uh, the uniform presence that you will see, that will only be maybe maybe one-tenth of what the NYPD has ready to go. What they normally do is deploy uh, 100 to 200 cops at different locations where you don't even see them. You don't see them unless the commander gives that, that code. I don't know if it will be a 1013, but unless that commander gives the code, and then they jump on the bus and get here within a matter of minutes, I, I don't think the building will be – anything's possible, but I don't think the building will be breached. I thank you uh, for the call. I think that the NYPD is ready for anything in this situation, assisted by the court officers and the Secret Service. And, again, keep in mind, folks, I promise you there are at least teams of 100 units of cops or more at several locations near the courthouse. They keep them out of public view with the horses, with the bikes, and everything else until they're needed. And then they swoop in at the 11th hour. I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm well. What do you have coming up? Well, we're going to be following up on this story that you've been doing about uh, this historic day today, Trump being the first former president ever to be indicted by a state prosecutor. And uh, we're going to be joined by a former attorney and former convicted felon who is going to break us down. He's been on both sides of an indictment. He's been a lawyer representing people, and then he's been the one indicted. So we're going to get into what you can expect to see today and the merits of the case as we know it. Obviously, we'll know more once the indictment is unsealed. And we have some other fun stories that we're going to uh, get into, including life expectancy in this country is going in the wrong direction. We'll explore really? why. That's right. Oh, boy. So what time is the discussion on uh, with the convicted felon? And the- uh, 30 minutes from now. 30 minutes from now. Okay, so I'll still be driving Yes. By then. Yes. We'll uh, drive slowly so you can well, make sure you. I love you with all your gear on your WABC gear. WABCRadioStore.com. I got my Frank Morano jersey and my denim jacket. Well, fantastic, folks. A historic day, not in a good way. We'll see how this all plays out. Keep it right there. Frank Morano's coming up. But first, we have news headlines. Have a great day, folks.